I'm Katie Couric. I'm Bozma St. John. I'm an award-winning journalist. And I'm a trailblazing marketing executive. And we sound kind of full of ourselves, but together we're hosting a brand new podcast. To help us look beyond our pandemic present. It's called Back to Biz. With Katie and Bose. Each week, we'll interview the leaders and big thinkers in industries from tech and education to fashion and pop culture to find out how they're adjusting to this new way of life. Listen to Back to Biz with Katie and Bose on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite shows. Open your hearts, loosen your butts. It's time for Couples Therapy! Yeah. This podcast is Andy and Naomi's, where they can both laugh and hang with all their homies, talking excellent vacationing with brunches and cuddling, to messy situations, shits and conscious and coupling, from Netflix hookups to single them with some Hulu, text sex, regrets, so feeling on your new jubu. They gon' talk about it, ah, yeah, you are invited, ah, needing therapy, I guarantee, baby, we got it. It's up, up, up. Welcome, everyone, to Couples Therapy. My name is Andy. I am Naomi. And we are a real-life couple, a real-life couple of comedians. And on the show, we bring you the best sets from our live show, Couples Therapy, where we have comics who are close do sets together about their relationship. And sometimes we have people in studio, which is one of these. Ooh, baby. We are having a good time this episode. We are sitting here with longtime friends Lauren Lapkus and Big Dipper. Big Dipper is a rapper whose latest album, Late Bloomer, is out now. He also co-hosts the new podcast, Sloppy Seconds, with the drag queen Meatball, which you should subscribe to immediately. Lauren Lapkus is an actor and comedian. You've seen her Orange is the New Black, Big Bang Theory. She also hosts several podcasts, including with special guest Lauren Lapkus, Woo! Raised by TV, Woo! and Freedom. Yes. So, you know. Freedom! <laughs> uh, this I, I will say, we are recording this intro after we've talked to them. Yes. This was very exciting for me. I'm a big fan of Lauren's. I'm a big comedy bang bang fan. I know you so are. I pushed through my nervousness, I think. <laughs> uh also, this was I was very excited because when we asked Lauren, she picked her friend Big Dipper. Yeah. And when we, we got the email from her that said, oh, I wanted this with my friend Big Dipper. Naomi, you and I were actually in bed listening to one of his songs. I know. I had literally just met Big Dipper the night before. So I was like, what? How is this all happening? It's really beautiful when something feels meant to be. Yeah. Written in the stars, if you will. Kismet. Kismet. We're here. You know what? We're here in Los Angeles. Let's just dive in. Let's get crystals. Let's think <laughs> everything is kismet. Exactly. Um, also, just a little heads up as you get into the episode. This episode <laughs> does get sexual and sensual, okay? We are talking to grown-ass adults, okay? Dipper Tours. He hits the streets. He's got stories to tell, and he tells them, baby. So just, you know, he's letting got, you know, don't listen to this with your grandma in the room. He's got apps on every map. <laughs> um, before we get to the episode, just a little bit of housekeeping, dear friends. The next show's coming up. We are bringing you July 6th at the Virgil here in Los Angeles, and we have a dope lineup coming together. I love this. We're just just a couple of the people on it. Janet Varney is on the show. Charlotte Loris is on the show. It's going to be special. It's going to be great. You got to come out if you live here in Los Angeles or if you're visiting the city. <laughs> and also, we will be on the East Coast Thursday, August 1st, we are doing two shows at Union Hall in Brooklyn, and we are putting together a dope lineup. So far, we've got Dulce Sloan from Comedy Central, Gene the Daily Gray, Show. One of my favorite rappers. Joelle Johnson, another hilarious comic. And we will also be, ooh, 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 
the very next day, Friday, August 2nd, we're going to be in Philadelphia, baby. Yeah, good, good theater. And Naomi's also going to be doing a, a stand-up set there. So It's a full night. It's yeah. a full night in Philly. So, you know, we're going to put all that information up, as always, on CouplesTherapyPod.com. But just keep your ears out. Mark your calendars. Oh, two other things you can do at CouplesTherapyPod.com, by the way. One, there's a phone number there. And you can call in and leave a voicemail and ask advice. And on episodes where we have a guest come in, a single guest come in, we answer your questions. It's lovely. It is therapeutic. <laughs> it fills everyone with life. Truly. Yeah. Truly. Clear up. Had, we just did one with Stephen Canals, the creator of Pose, and he gave me a recommendation for a non-commodogenic <laughs> uh, sunscreen that, that- we we took him up on his advice, and it's lovely. Immediately purchased it. It is smooth. It is buttery. It keeps your skin fresh. Yeah. So think about what kind of advice you could be getting if you called in. And lastly, we have a Patreon. Two extra episodes a month. Naomi and I, just her and me on our couch at home talking into broadcast level mics <laughs> about issues and squishies. Hello. I'll take a squishoo. <laughs> Soft issues. I'm into it. So you guys do all that as you listen to this wonderful episode with us talking to Lauren Lapkus and Big Dipper. Roll it! That was beautiful. Thank you. That was high energy. Unrehearsed. I, but you were on the same wavelength, naturally. You just came in. We've been place. for many years. <laughs> I didn't know you would be. Do you want to introduce your voices? Sure. Yeah. This I, is my voice. I'm Lauren Lapkus. <laughs> I am Big Dipper. Uh, Laura, when we asked you on, here's the thing. I was like, oh, it'll be someone from Wild Horses. It'll be Gabrus. This is an unexpected pairing, and I got to say, it is floating me. Oh, I love I'm it. so glad you're floating from it. I love um, it. I've never heard that term before. I like unexpected it. pairing? No, no floating, floating me. <laughs> Oh, my brain doesn't work so well, so it just throws nouns and verbs into my consciousness. It's how the kids came up with lit. You know what I yeah. mean? Mm-hmm. Like yes. floating is now going to be the thing on TikTok it's that like, we all do. Ooh, yeah. What is this? TikTok? I've just started learning about TikTok. <laughs> I feel like you, out of anyone at this table. But honestly, I don't understand because I, I I've seen a lot of TikTok posts, but can't quite piece together what TikTok is. It's like people moving in rhythm to music. I thought it was just. A Kesha app? <laughs> Thank you. Uh-huh. Accurate. Accurate. Uh, this pairing slaps. Yeah. Someone's young and yeah. hip. Someone's young and hip. I like don't even fuck with slang. I'm going to use it like two to three years afterwards, and then it's just funny because yeah. it's old. Yeah, right. I feel like I avoid a lot of really current slang, too, because I feel like it just sounds stupid when I say it. Also, I do think that slang lasts a lot longer than we think it does. Like, yeah. yeah. I re- I recently had to go back into my music catalog. Wow, catalog. Sounds okay, amazing. guys. Mm-hmm. Thank yes. you. Music catalog. Uh, no, but I was listening <laughs> to something that I wrote in like 2014, and I used the word lit, and mm-hmm. I literally was like, "Oh, what? That's still people still just actively say that, yeah. right?" But then, on but I guess fleek 13 died. year old. Yeah. Yes, on fleek died yeah. on fine. The minute it gets to <laughs> to 50 year old suburban exactly white women, what I was gonna yeah. say. So 50 year old like, suburban if your mom mothers is saying it. Yes. It's over. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and that's Naomi in her heart, though, is a suburban mother. Oh, yes, yes, yes. That's my general vibe. I am born weary. Around the house, she's always like, oh, dearie. 
No, I go, don't make me stand. That's how I'm in general. Don't I, uh, don't make me rise. Um, you guys, okay, so literally. <laughs> you guys um, are, you know, your dear friends. And, you know, we like to kick off with a story, an anecdote or two that kind of exemplifies this relationship. Mm-hmm. If someone was like, what is this dynamic? What goes on here? What keeps this going strong? <laughs> I got I, it. Oh, okay. Hey, come on, girl. I think different colored sneaks is the story. Sure. Because that's that makes really an exemplary of how annoying we are. Correct. <laughs> that's true. And just to to just get us to that point, we are we met like middle I was school. in sixth grade. You were in seventh, seventh grade. grade. Yeah. I did, I did see, and the internet showed me, like just in looking you up separately. I was like Evanston. Yes. yes. And I said, is that it? Yeah. That's it. Yeah. And oh, thank God. We did like theater stuff together. We eventually went to prom together. Yeah. Wow. Uh, Lauren was my prom date my senior year of high school. Yeah. And he didn't speak to me the entire night. He was like socializing with everyone. <laughs> and I was a social butterfly. Yeah. And Lauren you... was a part of our friend group. And we were not romantically yeah. involved. So I was like, come hang out. But yeah. I'm going to go talk and to then, other people. So the <laughs> famous picture, though, from that prom night is me with my arm around a chair with Dan's jacket around it. Yeah. <laughs> you weren't her. No, no, I'm no. It was just, it was, like this is a party that I'm going to, like, and you are also here. Do like, that as well. So, <laughs> but uh, so after high school, we we stayed close with a group of friends from our hometown, mm-hmm. and there was we were at an airport. Is yeah, that we were was? picking up Claire from our friend Claire from the airport, and we went with our friend Sam. Correct. Shout out Claire. Shout out Sam. Yes. Correct, correct. And Sam took us to the airport. And we were. I mean, I'm laughing because it's funny to me, but it's not funny to him. I, it's an inside joke story. Right, but. We were being. I have no memory because I used to smoke a lot of weed. We were walking to. My memory persists through all. That. And still. <laughs> we were walking through the airport, annoying the shit out of Sam because we like to make up songs together, and that's yeah, something that we do us. all the time. That's really? That's the yes. foundation of our relationship. So yes, or a fun. Pillar. Yeah, yeah. It's a kind of pillar of ours. Yeah, as well. definitely. Do they have a genre? Do they tend to lean towards like a? Like we fucks with pop a lot, mm-hmm. don't you think so? Like, what was the last one? There was like a newer one. Well, there's there's sometimes little parodies like Swamp Thing instead of that thing. Swamp Thing, Swamp Thing, Swamp Thing. <laughs> yeah, it's like that kind I'm of pop. And then like, but our my favorite of all of our songs is like literally. Your name must be Kevin James, cause you are the Kanga Quang. Kanga Do you love? Oh, yeah, I love do that. that on stage? <laughs> you should do that Truly online, if nothing fuck? else. Yeah. yeah. Can we make a music video? Yeah. We should make legally one, binding. We should make one music video that change that is essentially um, mashup. Well, or also just like a, um, a in memoriam to Vine, uh-huh. where it's a two yeah. minute music video, but it's seven second clips yeah. of all of your songs. Well, that's where some of the started. I used to do six second parodies on Vine. Oh, and yeah. so it would just be the thing, and you're just like, yeah, I get it now. Yeah, so yeah. you don't need the rest of the you song. You still have to knock the system. <laughs> you're like, I get seven seconds, but I'm only doing. Six. I think it was six and a was half, it? famously. Oh. Yeah. 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 <laughs> well, fuck my vibe. <laughs> I um I interrupted your story because you were going to tell us about the airport. Oh, right. No, so we would th- we came up with a song because we both were wearing sneakers of different colors. Which, if you were to look around this room, we're probably all wearing sneakers <laughs> yeah. with shoes of, of different, different colors. colors. Oh, you it know? wasn't you weren't each wearing a no. different no. like it no. was like a cool just, gang initiation. It was just thing. sort of like your sneaks, <laughs> my sneaks. They're different colors. <laughs> And so we started going, different, different color sneaks, sneaks, different color sneaks, different color sneaks. 
And you know, there's that song, peanut butter jelly with a baseball bat. Yeah. Yes. We all know this song. Sneaks with a soda on the side. Right. A soda on the side. A soda on the side. Difficult sneaks with a soda on the side. And we didn't stop doing that for two hours the yeah. flight was delayed yeah the flight was delayed and we, and we loved it in baggage claim just non-stop <laughs> difficult to see difficult to see and sam was losing her mind like she, she hates was so us mad yeah if we bring it up now it's still annoying yeah um but that was like yeah i think songs are a huge thing for us we do it all day well, i mean and it's funny because then i have now gone on to be like uh-huh that's funny ha 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 and then i go to the recording <laughs> studio and i like actually make, make music song. that yeah. sounds crazy yeah uh, so I do like credit Lauren for a lot of like internal awakening Thank you. Of, <laughs> of that Huge. kind of like, you know, just like being like, that is good enough to go forward. Well, and do yeah. Cause with. I still think so many of them are like catchy. Like we still sing a lot of that. Mm-hmm. I, and I mean, so that's the, and you still sing anything like, and our, our go-to genre really is like club. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> like mm-hmm. someone. Snapchat filter. Snapchat <laughs> We put, on, we put on glasses, and then we called them real-life Snapchat filters. Yeah. I, said, I got a real-life Snapchat, Snapchat filter. I got, got a real-life real Snapchat, Snapchat filter. filter. Because the thing is, I got a box from Warby Parker, and there were five different glasses in there. Yeah. So yeah. And we were sponsor. just different characters with all the glasses. It was a real-life Wait, Snapchat were they a sponsor? Filter. They, they were. were at one point. Oh, oh. Yeah. So, yes, That's a good sponsor. By, by Warby Parker. Yeah, yeah. Sick name. We love them. Um, <laughs> wait, wait, I got a couple questions. <laughs> he we'll wants go, to unpack this. Let's yes. unpack Let's this. do it. Yes, look. Uh, if I, if I fail at this, I will become a therapist. Yeah. Um, so, wait. Singing for two hours in public. I I am shamed from singing one line in public. <laughs> you guys went on for two hours. So, we were in college, which yeah. I feel like gets you a we little bit, younger, right? Or we were, we were I think. stoned. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was late at night at O'Hare and the flight was delayed. So you, you like a late night baggage claim moment where it's like <laughs> it everyone has dead. sort of like Everyone's a 50 like foot radius yeah. around. Yeah. So we were sort of doing that. But it wasn't, you know, like we weren't like busking in the like <laughs> but I next will to say, the moving walkway. I will say I'm sure we've annoyed many people Truly. with our yeah. antics. Your husband. Yeah, for one. Yeah. <laughs> our friends. Yeah. That's that's the newest one. Yeah. It's just your husband always rolling his eyes. Yeah. He's so mean. Yeah. He, he's really the worst and doesn't understand jokes. <laughs> we just have to say that's not true. Wow. Oh, no, yeah. None of this is true. He's hilarious. It's all he's very fun. Funny. I'm being sarcastic. I love a significant other drag. Yeah. Yeah. Like, keep it fresh. Keep it working for it, Lauren. <laughs> Excuse me? I imagine that you guys grabbed like the mic from behind like one of the the, uh, there was the like, airlines. Oh my God, I'm awesome. sure at that moment we were like, what if we? <laughs> you know, there was an idea of it. Yeah. But yeah. of that friend group, are you two the ones who continued on into performance? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And actually, okay, so I will say something about our high school experience. We went to a high school um, that had, that was big, and it had like a very big performing arts scenario. There were like three different theaters, there were student productions, there were big musicals. Like three different theaters. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It was more than like my entire town that I grew up in. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it, it, and, Each grade had like 900 people. Right. And Evanston Township High School has like put out, like, there are a lot of like, notable names in the entertainment industry. Um, And so Lauren and I both sort of had low lows and high highs when it came to like 
being in that theater department, like mm-hmm. when I graduated, I was like, I directed some huge student production and I was best friends with the theater, you know, like the teachers and mm-hmm. like did an independent study and felt like, oh, they see me as like someone who could like go out into the world, and like be a creative person. But for the first three years of my high school career, it was like I couldn't get a foot in the door. Wow. And all I was doing was like stage crew, like carrying stuff yeah. out. And Lauren had like, a yeah, mine was like very similar. similar. I mean, yeah, I could only get into the sketch show every year, basically. <laughs> I couldn't, and I auditioned for every single show and <laughs> musical and got nothing. And then the student music, student shows that my friends put on did not cast me. Yeah. What? And every year I got closer and closer to whoever was directing. It was like, now it's my best friend. And right. it was like, still you don't get it. And it was devastating. I remember crying like very distinctly yeah. about those things. It was so I painful. I remember my sophomore year, I got cast as one of three chubby bakers in which- <laughs> in the name this? of the play? Cyrano three chubby De bakers. Bur- yeah. <laughs> three chubby bakers by William Shakespeare. Uh, it was Cyrano de Bergerac. They are not characters in the say, play. I was going to say, I was like, I don't remember a chubby baker. No, they three. were They were like, oh, um, you three fat sophomore kids <laughs> will put you all together holding- um, uh, uh, trays of bread and you'll <laughs> dance around on the stage. Like it was, I was. I didn't even just... get that. I didn't even get to be like in the chorus. Like they didn't put me in anything. They were just like, no. And then it's funny. <laughs> now, now there are a lot of people that we did go to high school with who like, sort of, you know, out of nowhere, ha- now have careers in the entertainment industry or found their own lane through the internet or whatever. But it is interesting that like from that sort of core group of people that when you're 16, you look around and you're like, we're all gonna just be like. I uh, my goal when I was you know graduating high school is I wanted to be the artistic director of a regional theater. That's really? like really I was like I'm gonna put on Tom Stoppard plays <laughs> and musicals <laughs> in Kansas City, Missouri. Like that's yeah. what I wanted to do. Yeah, and it's interesting that like of a lot. I mean, there are people who are doing it, but really, no. you and I are like really out here. Yeah, and I think when we were at that stage in our lives, or just coming out of it, it seemed there were people who were like uh, at least from our perspective at that time, amazing performers. Yes, where you. You would think they'd be like Broadway people or something. And some of them are. Like we went to yeah, high school yeah. with Jesse Mueller who She um, originated the Carol King Rowan Beautiful. She's God. like incredible. she originated yeah. Waitress. Yeah. yeah. Did she won yeah. a Tony. She won a Tony She's for both of in those, I that think. New York or one Post of them, movie yeah. with Meryl Streep and Tommy. Like yeah. you know, like we went to high school with people like that. Yeah. yeah. So there are definitely but I know that Lauren and I both sort of felt very like underdogish. Yeah. And yeah. so there's something fun to like be adults out in the world like booking gigs and doing yeah. stuff. Yeah. 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 Nice. Eat that high school. I know, you guys Eat, suck. Yeah. <laughs> Mr. <Did>, Solar. <laughs> Do you guys send him all your deadline articles? Do you email to them? I've never had a deadline article. Let's be real. I, I, I do wonder that about those people, like teachers, high school teachers or whatever, for any department like that, like theater department or whatever, around the world, not just saying our people, but like, <laughs> do they notice or In care Malaysia. what happens to okay, America? <laughs> do they notice or care what happens to the students beyond? Like, I think do so. Do they pay attention to go, oh, that kid that I hated is now doing well, or whatever. Like, do well, they care? I would I would be like really you, petty like that and Googling people. Well, I'm they sure. like, they're, they're drunk on power because I remember I got asked to perform at my high school at a fundraiser later and I was yeah. like, no, thank you. <laughs> we both no. got No, I didn't. Oh, no, you did it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They like they like reached out to me to ask about a quote for her because they <laughs> oh. wanted to bring her back to like do this big thing and I was like I'm a performer too. <laughs> um, I was unavailable. I but I was I was sad. I wanted to go. I uh, I used to teach uh, theater um, for a little bit before I started making music and then I um, 
was politely not asked back to continue my teaching. Uh, but I remember well, having... Well, do you want to talk about the reason or no? Well, basically, they said I was a liability because I was making gay rap on the internet. This is unrelated to our high uh, school. But I'm saying, I think that's an important because it's not like you were just fired because you're bad. I was bad. No, yeah. I was great. Name I was this truly place. incredible. Name this place. This place has imploded on itself, so... Is that there's... true? I, I don't know. Oh, yeah. Trump University? Oh, I... the, the, the form... We both went there. The former director was let go because she had been like, for lack of a better word, embezzling money. Wow, oh, I love that. Like getting, <laughs> can getting, you imagine spill getting the all this? Tea. <laughs> spill the tea. Getting all this grant money for like education and students, but then like because I remember thinking, oh my god, it's amazing to be a teaching artist because she would call me up and say, hey, we have a grant for you to do some uh, classes in the Chicago Public Schools district can you do these two fridays i'll pay you eighteen hundred dollars for each session and i was like Ooh. what <laughs> meanwhile the grant was for like a four-month program three days a oh, week wow. at like a hundred bucks a session for the teaching artists but like she mismanaged all the money so she had <laughs> wow. to like dump all the mo- like so there was that not only that but then also she like her kid got a free ride to the program that cost like six grand but she made a, over $100,000 a year, and then she like wasn't giving out scholarship. So anyways. Wow. Wait, sh- this was in Chicago? Yeah. Where everything is on the up and up? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Very much that. So anyhow, uh, but I do remember teaching young people, and not, like, you know, there are certain kids when you're a teacher where you're like, I don't like that person. That person sucks. <laughs> yeah. Me and them don't vibe. Yeah. And you just sort of have to check how you're feeling and be like, okay, whatever. But I feel like, you know, with like one year of space away from it, you're not like, I hope that kid. Of course. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's what I imagine. I don't know. I used to be an adjunct. And yeah. the kids that cheated, or the, the there's one kid, I don't remember any of their names, but there's That's one. That's the problem. <laughs> there's one kid who uh, very obviously plagiarized because he left in the Wikipedia links. <laughs> He left in the, it was blue. Like when he when he copy and pasted, he did not like, format uh, the text. That's a millennial child who doesn't know how to cheat the right? system. Just you can't have a hyperlinks, bitch. Color. And I hope that person failed. I hope yeah. that person yeah. is living at home. Still. Yeah. Yeah. You guys, we are gonna get more into Lauren Lapkins and Big Dipper's deep, deep love after this break, baby. And we're back from that break. Naomi, do you have questions? Because I have I have plenty of things, but I don't want to dominate the questioning. Well, I wanted to talk a little bit. Obviously, you guys go way back. I'm a little curious as to the L.A., like the move to L.A. Did you come at the same time? You know, do you hang out more now that you're here? Yeah. we. So we had a bunch of years where we weren't in the same city. Right. right? So, But I'm remembering when I moved you from New York. Oh yeah, well that was really great. So I was I went and lived in New York for like a year and a half after college, and Were you then only there for a year and a yeah, half. Yeah, it was so, so brief. I know, but it felt like a lifetime. And very <laughs> classically, in an apartment where the bathtub was in the kitchen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. It was fully like. From and, a and by kitchen, I mean the one room that was the kitchen. The one room the that wasn't a bedroom. And the bed- yeah. it was three rooms: two bedrooms, and then this. All purpose. Kitchen, but like the sink, the kitchen sink was directly next to the bathtub, which was directly Ooh. next to the couch, which Ooh. was next yeah. to the fridge. Right. So it was just a lot happening. And then the, the bathroom was in a little ba- uh, little door. You know, you well, really get Brooklyn what Heights. It was Brooklyn Heights. Brooklyn Heights. Yeah. Gotcha. I was only in that apartment for a couple months. I moved three times in 15 months. Okay. Which is like the New York story, I guess, at least mine. It was horrible. Um, <clears throat> very stressful. But on the way out, so I 
did you bring my car? Yeah. So, okay, so I had like my old car from high school. And I picked it up in Chicago in, in Evanston, our hometown, and I drove it to New York. And I remember this was like the first time that I ever drove a car into New York where I like drove over the bridge and then like the Google Maps was like, okay, you want to get to Brooklyn? Cut through Central Park. <laughs> and I literally drove through whatever that one road yeah. is in Central Park. And I was like, am I in a movie? Like, I just felt like you're not allowed to drive through the yeah, park. You know? And so I drove through Central Park and then I drove down whatever Park Avenue yeah. and then like down to the Brooklyn Bridge. And, and I was like, and that was easy. It took twenty minutes. I was like, "How am I in Manhattan right now?" And then the car broke down, right? Oh, right. <laughs> I forgot about that. Because my the car, car was broke so down. shitty. It was like. And then yeah. my friend Paula was in the neighborhood. And she called AAA on her AAA account. That was very. She like lucky. walked up and she was like, "Hey," and I was what? like, "What? Did you plan to see her? No. She just happened to be I on the street." I called her and I was like, "Hi, my car's broken down. I know you live here." And she was like, "I'm actually a few blocks away." Oh, that's why. I'm that's New, New York. York magic. Exactly. That's yeah. it. That's New York magic. How that long is. have you all lived out here? Two years. Yeah, I was we about to say horrid. Don't <laughs> too horrid uh, year. We, we horrid. <laughs> it's not. It's not. No. We can't because like, I feel like every episode of this podcast, we're like, we'll like have a guest, and we'll be like, "Do you like it here?" Let me tell you, you're gonna get your car, and you're gonna feel Wait, so different. You've been here two years, and you do not have a vehicle. That is. We accurate. came from New York. That is accurate. Mm-hmm. Yep. So we drove. We, we packed everything into my Jeep and then strapped to like, this. We strapped a oh. big old bag of wigs to the top of the <laughs> I know, roof. I know. It's like I could have probably <laughs> gotten thrown rid of them some out. Stuff, some but, of them looked like dead dogs. But that's what's funny about that. <laughs> <laughs> it was like it was like when we were packing up the apartment. You were like, "Oh yeah," in true New York fashion. She was like, "There's a loft space up here where I have my suitcases," and we like pulled them down, and then behind it was just like vacuum sealed packages of wigs yeah. <laughs> but like, like it was... just couldn't fit in the car so yeah. it was like we just had strapped things uh, who the has more wigs drag performers <laughs> or sketch performers oh my Ooh. god drag performers have better I was gonna wigs. say better <laughs> yeah. quality yeah. I have wigs that have never right. been able to hold yeah. all you my hair com- inside you never come them. them yeah you yeah, never, yeah. oh I never like, washed yeah. it yeah. someone like taught me Talked you could wash washing. them and I was like I didn't even wash it. It was like well, some shitty five dollar. Well, I don't mean, wash a synthetic wig. Yeah, that, that's, fall that's apart. the thing. And so yeah. I never did. But then I feel like I probably could have made them smell a little better. They're well, you, disgusting. Th- they're fully nothing, so you can spray them with perfume or put Febreze on. Guess them. what? Never thought of any of that. I still have a lot of the same wigs. Gross. <laughs> I don't. I don't use them. Right. I just don't want to get rid of them. But then um, you, what? We drove to Chicago, and then you came out here. Yeah, and then I with moved with the car. Yeah. Who drove you out here? My ex. And then <laughs> thank you though for your bad drive. memory. <laughs> I thought maybe it was like your dad or no, something. No, no, no. And okay. then but then you didn't move out for a couple more years. Right, cuz then I lived in Chicago for a while. Cuz you've been here how long? 8 years? 9. 9 years and I've coming, only been here be 10 years. 4. 10 years in You were out here January. for 6 years before I moved out here. Yeah, and then I you lived, moved in with me basically. Yeah, I yeah. lived in Chicago for a little bit and then I lived in Brooklyn. So I did that for like three years, mm-hmm. and then I moved out here and moved in with Lauren, and I was basically living. I lived with you kind of on and off for like five or six months before I found a place. Yeah, and you were out of town. I was house sitting. It always worked out really yeah. great. But your friendship endured. It wasn't like it. You got into the same city and suddenly it was rekindled. It seems like it's- no, we were always friends, but like we didn't um, like communicate that much if we weren't living in the same city, I feel like. I feel right. like we both didn't like talk on the phone or anything. We just were like, we're still friends. But I'm the kind of person that is A-okay with like, we don't talk for six months, but then when we pick back up, it's not like, Weird where was my tech? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Why didn't you call? <laughs> yeah. 
I and like that. Me too. So much the better. Our thing fancy is man, come whack. On. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I know y'all are both out in these streets. It took us a good nine months. I made a baby, and the time it took us to get up in the studio. It really yeah, did take actually. forever. Y'all are yeah. both so you're so you know out and about traveling. Well, also, you. Me. I know. Well, there was a date when you were gone. That's true. I was gone once. <laughs> I was gone, I was gone once. once. Everyone's working. Dan is constantly traveling yeah. for gigs and stuff to other cities, and I never know yeah. when, where you are or what you're doing. Yeah. I just have to follow your Instagram. We've just been writing from home, so I take everyone else's busyness as uh, a personal attack. Yes. Yeah. A personal attack on yours. That does feel worse <laughs> when you feel very available for the hangouts. Yeah. I am tech avail always. Always. I can leave at any moment. Wait, I got a question tomorrow? about your theater background. The place that you guys went to high school, the yeah. yeah. performing arts Evanston Metroplex High School. <laughs> yes. A public it had, school. It had everything, yeah. I, oh, I know Evanston. People I went to college with went to Evanston. Mm. And I was like, what a place. Yeah. It sounds beautiful. It's it great. is a, a great city. Yeah. I really feel lucky that we got to grow up there and Same. sad that I don't live there. Same. But yeah. How close is it to Chicago? Close. It borders. borders. Oh, borders. Okay, so it's right there. Sorry. Yeah. Yes, your question, Andrew. Andrew, please. Andrew, please. I'm so sorry. Andrew, Naomi. please. Andrew, please. We're I'm gonna so have, sorry. We're going to have Andrew? a talk after this is over. Are you available for that talk? <laughs> Tech available. I'm actually really busy, so I won't be able to talk for like four to five days. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> so wait, um, do you... It seemed like the way you said you're like, and then my best friend uh, was putting on a production. I still didn't get that. That seems like Hollywood. That seems like this city that we're in now. Even your best friend getting a television show does not guarantee you anything. That's actually very nice of you to point out because I feel like that's a good, uh, I feel like I've grown from that experience to not care as much now when Mm. that happens in real life. Not real life. That was real life too. But but like I have friends who've gotten things that I don't, I don't expect to get anything, I guess is maybe Mm. where that comes from. I'm like, I would never think because my friend is making a show that they're going to put me on the show. It would be, there's, they know a lot of people who they would want to put on the show. But in our little school, which was big, but right. it felt very hurtful because every year there was this one show called Writer's Showcase. And the- and the just going to get into I know. It. The pieces, it was all a series of pieces that were submitted by students and chosen for the show of all different types, like scenes, monologues, poetry. poetry. Literally yes, whatever. Toby Bakers. It was completely, like, it was like, submit- whatever you want to write a showcase. And then it was a panel of students led by an English teacher. And this production I'm was like, technically- I'm like, I should have been on that at least. I love that. The production <laughs> was technically not put on by the theater department. It was put on by the English department. So then- So it felt very have... like outside of the politics yeah. of the theater department. Right. And like, that should be the show you get into if you don't get into the other show. <laughs> and there were always people every year who were in it who had never acted in it. Yeah, it'd be play. some random ass person. You're like, okay- <laughs> So Lauren's she's gonna mad. be in it, yeah. So then, then they would choose somehow. I guess the department would choose two um, theater students to direct the show. It would just be any students, but mostly they were. Oh, they theater. well, four years that I was there, they were all theater. Yeah, but and then so I and I knew the the first my first year I sort of knew who they were and I auditioned and didn't get it. The next year I did know them and I didn't get it. The next year after that it was my friends and I didn't get it. And then the next year for that, it was one of my best friends, and it's the other person, and I did not get it. Wait, and the year, also the year that I did it, that was your boyfriend? Or we you weren't together yet. yet. But, but, no, I think we kind of maybe <laughs> were. No, because what grade was that? Was he in? Senior. No, we had. Oh, st- you was after. No, that was after. But, okay. but yeah, but he, we were we were close, and like it was really <laughs> painful. Yeah. Wait, but like, Lapka, just like yeah. side note, do you keep a man? 
I'm yes. You got yes. Yes. Like, yes. yes. Back in high school, oh, you got yes. one driving you cross yes. country. You got the answer is yes. Yes, wow. I've had very limited time where I have not had a relationship. I've like always felt like when I remember when I was younger, high school, college, I was like. Those girls are so intriguing. Oh my god! How are you constantly ensnaring? I can always have someone, but <laughs> the the issue there is that I feel like I miss out on like you know the world in some cases. Like I feel like I have had a, I had a period where I feel like I shouldn't have been in the relationship I was in, and then I was like, well, what would I have been doing if I didn't do that? Uh-huh. And but, you and I had a. I mean, I don't know. Whatever what? you, I was just, uh, we'll say it, and then you can decide whether or not to okay. get it. But uh, you and I had a lot of conversation when your marriage was ending about not starting to date someone right away because yeah. I was like, "Girl, like, yeah. let's go!" Yeah. Like you and know, and you were, it, and I got married to that person. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was like, you were very like, I was like, Let's I was like, anything can happen. Life. I was like, yeah. anything can happen. And then you were like, we're in games. <laughs> Cool, cool. No, it's very true. And it, I mean, and that's like, a, it's a conversation I have all the time right. with him, too, like where it's like, I'm okay with it, mm-hmm. but I'm aware of it. I'm not, I'm not no. unaware. But it's, wait, this might not be you, but um, I'll, I'll put it out there and try mm-hmm. it on for size. <laughs> the business that we're in is so fraught with uh, insecurity. There is something nice about having someone you love. Oh, yeah. That... It gives you some a kind stability. of a little bit of stability in your life. I agree. I mean, I always have liked that. And I really like having like a home, like domestic, like home life. Like mm-hmm. I, that's something that's very appealing to me and has always been like a goal. Yeah. And also going back to high school, I could never get a boyfriend when I was younger. And so then like when I finally did, it was like, I always have a boyfriend. <laughs> like, I, just, like, I feel like I was wanting it like, for like my, what I would consider my whole life right. from like age five to like 17. And then it was like, okay, my now I have one, life. which is a normal age to get a boyfriend for the first time. <laughs> And then, yeah, just never stopped. Now, I'm only imagining, now I'm imagining a song called I Always Have a Boy. Write <laughs> <laughs> it, write it. What about you? What would the hook well, be? Well, yes, what, I was going to say, can we turn the tables? Oh, yeah. What would the, what would the hook be for? Just, I always have a boyfriend. I always have a boyfriend. <laughs> I always have a boyfriend. You know me, I always have a boyfriend. <laughs> but what about you, Dip? Because it's like, you know, you. He never music, has a boyfriend. But your music is literally <laughs> teeming with sexuality, yes. power. Poison. You are somebody who's poison. Oh, I get sick. I feel like what I I don't know what you would say about this, but I feel that you could always have a boyfriend, but you choose not to. Yeah. um, That's the song. I could always have a boyfriend. (laughs) (laughs) Now, Naomi, what would the hook for that be? I could always have a boyfriend. (laughs) Always have a boyfriend. But I don't have a boyfriend. I could always have a boyfriend. Yes. (laughs) That's good. Um, I love that. Yeah, I don't know, like dating, dating and meeting people makes me feel like a monster because (laughs) it is so rare that I meet someone that I have any interest in carrying on like a part two conversation. (laughs) I agree with that too. And that's part of like, I feel like when I find somebody that I like, I'm like, I just want to be with them because I feel like it's so hard to meet people that are worth talking to. (laughs) Totally. And to me, that's also why I think our friendship has lasted so long because I just go like, oh, like there are so many other people I just 
hate. Yeah. <laughs> or I don't feel or I'm like. Or I'm not interested in. That's or, or I don't feel like you know trying to mean? make yeah. the yeah. leap to become closer right. friends with that. It's easy when you have, not even out of like convenience, but like I have somebody where I could talk to you about anything. And right. so. Right. Yeah, right. Especially, especially the older you get. Not that we're old, but I definitely have more. Again. More old. When I was in my 20s and I was like out till four all the time. Wow. Sure, let's have a conversation in this bar for an hour. With a random person. Exactly, where do I have to be? Mm -hmm. Now it's like, I'm watching Person of Interest on Netflix. Thank you. I gotta get home. I want to be home all the time. (laughs) I just think about like when I'm dying... Why did you take thirty minutes from me? You know <laughs> no, what I, mean? I need like, to live more like that. I need to live more like that. Anytime I'm yeah, interacting like with someone, yeah. and I see, they are they're time thieves, and it happens to me so much. Like mm-hmm. I was just out on the road, yeah. and I played basically three shows in uh, four days. I, uh, I I did a show in Chicago, and then uh, Pride in Indianapolis, and then Pride in DC, and it was like back to back to back. And if you don't know Big Dipper's music, if you're listening to this, you need mm-hmm. to go yeah go- immediately Google his YouTube right videos. Now. Love yeah. it all. Um, and I did these shows, and it's like you interact with so many people, mm-hmm. and so many people are really really nice, but there are certain systems in place when you're like touring like that that when you can when you can travel at a little bit of a more like established level, which mm-hmm. this a bit was a taste because. Like the indie pride, they were like, they said there were eighty thousand people at this festival. I don't think it was that many people, but I probably <laughs> performed in front of ten thousand. Well, people. Lizzo, yeah. like Lizzo performed on the same stage. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. So I opened for which was yeah. great. And Lizzo yes, is a I, fucking like my dream. dream I know it was incredible. And so you know they do a thing where there's like there's a car service, and then they get yeah. you to the thing, and then someone ushers you to, and then they take you up onto the stage, and blah blah blah. And so when it's like that, you can be like, okay, I'm here to do my job. Yeah. And when it's not like that. Anthony picks you up at the airport and then you, you learn about his relationship. Yep. And the, I hate and, that. And it <laughs> sounds it sounds ungrateful no, and it no, sounds like, like horrible, but what it does is it drains me yes. of exactly. the energy that I've yes. that you've hired me to come deliver. Yes. And so I've made amazing friends on the road. I've made all these really cool friends in Austin from years of traveling down there. Strangers who I hit up on Instagram that I was like, Can I crash with you? Like so it's it's equal parts. I've met like amazing people out on the road who have r- maintained relationships with, but I've also met so many time thieves who have just sucked things out of me. And then you have to like- And that, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, no, no, sorry, I interrupted you. No, I said suck things out of me. It was a joke about oral about sex. sexual. You know, I gotta get I gotta get up on sex as a concept. <laughs> Do y'all not it's fuck? Not well, then you should my... become friends. Wait, no, 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 no. no, no. no. Wait. Do you have sex a lot? No. Not a lot, but... Do you have sex the same amount as when you started dating? Because you've been together for what? Six? No, five, nine. Ten? Almost ten. Yeah. That's a long time. Oh, but yeah. still not married, right? Correct. Correct. But you are engaged. <laughs> no, I do know that. And you get <laughs> re-engaged every year? Yeah. yeah. We reaffirm. We reaffirm our commitment is it, is it to being the, committed. Is it the same amount of sex from the beginning? No. Not, I don't mean like the first two months. I mean like, like the first couple years. Nah, I think it tapered. Because I'll tell you this about me, which you know, Andrew. <laughs> so I, you know, I very much associated sex with like how you hook them. You know, uh-huh. like when we are when we are in the mm. act of coitus is the, mo- is the moment I'm like, you like me. Yeah. So I needed to do that all the time. You like me, you like yeah. me. Right. And then once I know you like me, <laughs> I just want to rest. Right. And so that is like my own mental I issue around this. it. And I have to figure, you know what I mean? And so um, we definitely work on like, sometimes you got to treat it like going to the gym. 
I don't sure. want to go, but once I'm there, I'm glad I went. Yeah. Right. And so that's that truth. Sorry, Andy, talking about it. <laughs> yeah. Dipper and Lauren has created a safe, a safe space for me. For yeah. you. Yeah. <laughs> sorry, so sorry, so sorry. What about, is I it a is it enough not, for you? I'm embarrassed about all bodily functions. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm he embarrassed uh, uh, talking about what whatever thing is coming out of whatever part of you, mm-hmm. I'm embarrassed to talk about. Oh, that's amazing. Okay, so that's also a huge part of our relationship is talking about those oh, things. Oh, yeah. <laughs> We we talk about everything, and that's I I think one of I mean I totally respect where you're coming from because right. it's a polarizing topic. You shouldn't respect it. I think it's very repressed. I come from Pennsylvania, was settled by Germans, and they were all repressed. That's too they, far back. They, for me. They, no, thank you. They created going back to the damn settlers. You know that Stephen King what was it, the dome. It's like no. a dome of repression Do over they fuck the, in the, the entire. Dome? <laughs> they don't fuck in the dome through <laughs> ten <laughs> different sheets. Right. It's like that. Uh, no. <laughs> what? No, to do. I'm just saying. I, no. I was gonna say it's very it was Quaker. a stereotype and not a real thing. <laughs> well, anyway, the point is, when my parents moved there, even though we're Jewish, they assimilated hard oh, wow, into okay. that lifestyle, yeah, and yeah. so just uh, they gave me one sex talk in fifth grade. They How'd answered all my questions. I had a lot of questions. Uh-huh. They answered them all. That's good. Uh, but after that, we're done. You, yeah. you weren't able to circle back. <laughs> well, yeah, when I read I something the, else. said, per my last email. Two years later. <laughs> since this since the advent of Sir Psycho Sexy by the Red Hot Chili Peppers, I have a lot more questions about sex. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Well, yeah, yeah so I feel like with. Dipper um, brings a lot of amazing, crazy stories to my life. Because he has many more encounters in the world with different types of people and people who are interested in different types of things. And so I find it fascinating to hear his sex stories because they're very different than anything that I would hear from any of my other friends, pretty much. (laughs) Yeah. And I like... Also, don't tell me their sex stories. (laughs) I only get them from him. Yeah. Well, and I find it interesting, like, like I was in... I've had only a handful of, like... Um, boyfriends, I guess, mm-hmm. and one th- my the biggest relationship I had was when I was living in New York, and it was a great relationship mm-hmm. that we we ended things because it just turned out we were like becoming just best friends and roommates, and mm-hmm. I wasn't in love with him, and so I felt like it was unfair to stay in the relationship. And we had really good sex when we had sex, but we had this like huge um, disparity in our libido. And so, like, I wanted to have sex all the time, and he was like, I think twice a month is great for me. (laughs) And I was like, that's cool. Uh, Can you stare me in the eye while I jerk off? Like, if you don't want to fuck, can we share that? (laughs) And and I don't know if he's listening. He's in a happy relationship right now. which is great, and um, I don't look at him on Instagram all the time. <laughs> no, like I'm happy that we broke up because it felt like the right thing to do. Mm-hmm. But there were so many good things about mm-hmm. that relationship that I think back on it like so fondly. But like, which I remember- is great. That's like about as good as it gets with totally. breaking up with somebody. I remember he used to like go into the bathroom to jerk off because it would, I would distract him from what he uh, needed to do, and what? I was like. I was like, to be honest, I don't want to smell it, but in an ideal world, 
I want you to be able to take a shit in front of me. Like, yeah, I yeah, want yeah, to yeah. be right. in an intimate relationship where mm-hmm. you go like, oh, God, I gotta... And I'm like, I'm in the shower. Well, who cares? You know, like, <laughs> what a true nightmare. What a true... But, but to me, it's don't not you ideal. Wanna, it's not ideal. It's not <laughs> ideal, but I want to be able to just share it. Like, like yeah, yeah, what's yeah. the point right. of completely enmeshing your life with someone if you can't just... Be, well, be like, I know of a couple from the past. They're not together anymore, whatever, but that the man would not like it if the girl took a shit in the house while he was What? What? Okay, wait. Well, that's fucking insane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We gotta go to commercial. Let this sink in. (laughs) We'll be right back to get into that shit. And we back. Okay, a man... Name these people. Uh, I cannot do that, but... That is And I also know a couple who... I know another couple who had an issue with that where they were living in close quarters and had to go to different... If you could go, if you could do it somewhere else, you'd do it somewhere else. That's like so rude. Because I, no, would, that's I agree. Because that... like, if I have to shit, home is where I want to do it. Exactly. Of all places. Like, exactly. Home is where the ball is. Yes. <laughs> I always say that. Um, if it has but, to but I'm saying like people have. I don't. Sure, yeah. Home is where I think it's so fascinating though when you find that kind of stuff out. Like it usually comes out when people break up because I think right. that one's like a really right. like crazy oh, level. God, but like. That is so wild that some relationships can function. Meanwhile, this person's like, I hold my shit when I'm around him. No, okay, yeah. look, I'm repressed, but that's a level of repression that's like pathological. Yeah, that's basically I do illegal. Not, yeah. I do not deny <laughs> Naomi's bodily functions. Yeah. Well, but also, I do not deny my own. I just don't like uh, yapping about well, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I'll talk about anything and Andy will receive my information. Yeah. He just doesn't reciprocate the information. Yeah, well, that's good. Like, oh yeah, because I'm very, because I grew up, it was just me and my mom. So mm-hmm. I grew up very kind of comfortable with bodies and that, like it was just me and her. Yeah. And like, it was like, oh, I don't the have exhibition. my clothes. I'll run. It's not exhibition. No, but it's so house. different no, if you're with exhibition. like a Sorry, dad, <laughs> where you're not gonna want to like run around your to your room exactly. from the shower naked or something. Exactly. But your mom, it's like whatever. Yeah. Exactly. So like yeah. I grew up with that, and also like again, she's my mom, so like you know anything puberty, or I was like, what is this? Is this normal? Look at my boob. Is it you know? I think that's so, amazing to yeah, have had too. that. Like that's so cool. So I know. we're not yeah. close now, but you know it really it started off strong. <laughs> it really did. Um, so like. <laughs> As Andy is like the other person who I live with, I'm always just like, okay, oh, I don't know. You know what I mean? You need to bounce it off somebody, yeah. Yeah, and like, I had a colonoscopy last summer. I mean, last winter. So as you can imagine, there's a lot of talk leading up to yes. that. Sure. How do we and get that to that place? Drink. I have to, to go do the pick drink? her up from the hospital. Yeah. I have to go. Right. Yeah. How did that so, go? It actually went, like, I was, I was so scared of it. Mm-hmm. More so the drink than the actual procedure. Because I really kind of just called it like an invasive nap. Yeah, you know, the drink is really the worst. Part. I've never done it. They but do I knock know about you out. Yeah. Right? Yes, it also had a colonoscopy endoscopy, so we're talking mm. both ends. Like, and wow. they put a camera down your throat. Yeah, and I will say, I woke up, I had a fat lip because at some point, whatever they put in your mouth to keep it open must have just cut something. Uh huh. But I, it hurt to swallow. Mm. But I literally, like, I was like, oh, something. They put a camera in my rectum. Sure, I don't know. I can't, like I couldn't tell yeah. a difference, and I thought. I thought it was going to be more than it yeah. was, so, but it was like, sure, I'm going to talk about that the whole, like, literally for weeks leading up to right. it. Right. We're going to talk about the whole process. And okay. you're just walking around the house with your shoulders in your ears. <laughs> no, no, your it's not body. that. It's not, no. I'm, I'm you just fine. wouldn't share about yourself. Yeah, I just don't yeah. want to. He doesn't share about it. Is that the closest you've ever gone to a threesome? <laughs> the, <laughs> the colon cameras. Endos- endoscopy? In both sure. ends. Yeah. Have you ever had a threesome? What? No. <laughs> you no, would know never? that. Yeah. Huh. No, never. No, never. Uh, wait. So wait, Lauren, do you live vicariously through? Oh, I love his stories. Yeah. I, I like. I feel like whenever you go away, I'm like, 
when we'll hang out for like a long time and then you like you know we'll hang out for a couple hours right and then we'll talk about everything catch up on all the things that are stressing us out and then <laughs> and then you go and then i'll go so did you hook up with anyone or anything? and right. then you're like oh and then you'll say the most insane thing i've ever heard that somebody did to you or you did to somebody <laughs> i'm like how did you not walk in telling me this right. like well how did we sit here for hours and yeah. you didn't mention this i've gotten a little less crazy i mean i'm just <laughs> thinking about this past weekend um, which I guess you've gotten less crazy. I guess in your mind, Since you when? wouldn't think this was crazy. Like I don't know. Like I'm just thinking about. Well, in yeah. DC. Tell me what happened. Okay. <laughs> uh, in DC, so I finished uh, my show in Indianapolis. We I I went to the airport at 4:15 in the morning on Sunday. Ugh. Oh boy. <clears throat> and I got to DC. You know, my flight was at six. I got to DC at eight, and I go to the hotel. And I was like, hi, pretty please, do you have a room available? Uh, Like, because my check-in was at 3 p.m. But they had a room, so I went up to the room. And I was laying there thinking I was going to take a nap, and then I got on the apps, and (laughs) this young man came over, so I sucked his dick. And then later that afternoon- It's so different for, like, two men, though, because there's no fear factor. Like, I think, like- Right. A woman going like, I'll just suck a random guy's dick in my hotel room. Like I would right. be like, he'll kill me. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's always for sure. Always yeah. yeah. I do like stuff. Like there are certain things that I do. We I, like I've talked about this before. Yeah. Like yeah. when I was living in New York, like, and I think a lot of gay men who hook up on the ass with strangers have this. The, the, they go like uh, I think Joel Kim Booster just posted about this on his Instagram where he was like texting his manager like I'm going to the gig but also if I don't show up oh. this is the address where I'm having sex mm-hmm. with someone yeah. and That's literally awesome. that is a thought that goes through everyone who has yeah. anonymous okay. sex I'm actually you- happier to hear that because I felt like how do you not like consider right. that no something. you definitely consider it yeah. but there's sort of like an agreed upon idea of like if we're all out here in these streets <laughs> looking for like a little dick to slang like we yeah. know there's this unspoken agreement between us is there right. a setting on any of the apps that's like you can set it for like a timer and if you don't like a fail safe if you don't <laughs> go back and turn it off it automatically calls 911 after a certain that amount of time that would be a good idea that. but what if the chemistry is great and you fuck yeah, it's for been eight hours exactly. yeah <laughs> You ever fucked Maybe four a- hours? <laughs> four, for four hours? <laughs> four hours. I mean, you could take a nap in between. You need the refractory you period. Might, you do need sure. a refractory. You need to Wait, hydrate. Wait, was this story going somewhere else? No, just that all I did was suck three dicks in a 12-hour three. period. Three, okay. That is crazy, though. And two of them in my hotel, and then I so went to a fancy- In how many hours? Like 12 hours. That's and then I, I went a to a fancy hotel to suck the other dick. That's wow. exciting. Which was about the size of this microphone. And I Jesus. told him. Jesus Christ. I told him oh that the, his pictures were really misleading because I was like, I can't. Like, I was on some big shit like, oh, I'm going to deep throat your dick. I'll take it to the base. Watch me. Like, my throat is very capable. And then I show up and I'm like. Mm. I can't. It's too thick. Did you try wow. detaching your jaw? Like I try. I sometimes knock it out of place. No, do not. Oh my god! No, I was like, do you? Think I just people... you can't do that. So I was like, if oh. you could, do you think people put shots into their peniles to make them larger? I feel like I've heard yes. of that. Yeah. Yeah. So do you think There's that's what he was doing? Called... No, I think oh. he just has a fat dick. There's a shot called Trimex, which is an instant version of Viagra. Oh Jesus! Yes, wait. I, you, and yes. you use a literal syringe oh, no, with no, a no, needle. No, no, no. Really right, we're done with this. No, we're done with this one. Oh, and you inject it into your penis. What? No thanks. Who's going that far? Everybody, really? every faggot over fifty is injecting their dick <laughs> oh, with trimester. A needle is so. It's so shocking. Would you do it? And that no. In the future. Maybe if I could. Maybe if I couldn't get hard in Viagra or Cialis, did not work for yeah, me. Yeah. 
I would do it, and I think that's why people do it. But then you have a hard dick for six hours. I was ask you how long it lasts. That's that's true. It's not, just if you're like getting ready to do meth and like venom. Exactly. <laughs> well, you know, dicks that really don't work, they put a little tube in there that you can. F- 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 Wow, and that's pretty Whoa. amazing. Yeah, yeah technology. It's nice. That's possible. Is a living fucking hell. Isn't yeah. it psychotic? Yeah, the whole there's a lot of pressure on dicks. Yeah, to there do a really lot of is a lot of pressure. Yeah, yeah. On I will tell you that I um, was sucking this guy's dick this weekend, and uh, is Zach this, left. Is this Zach the, the engineer <laughs> left? Is this the kind of <laughs> is this the kind of content you get weekly? <laughs> Absolutely not. No. <laughs> we will be, we'll be telling the listeners in advance, <laughs> which I, um, I'm like. Are you ready? I, this is exciting. I, I sort of halfway through, I was like, I'm not into this. Yeah, that like feels I, like it would happen more often than not. I thought <laughs> I was really into it. And then I was like, you know what? I am not into this. And then I like, I stopped mm-hmm. and like, I was like, yeah, jerk off for me. Like, I didn't want to be rude. Like, I <laughs> yeah. wasn't like, he's uh, disgusting. Yeah, yeah. But I was like, I don't want to put my mouth on this anymore. Yeah. And then he was like, suck me a little more. And I was like. No, and then I just I, no, I feel sick. I just said to him, I was like, I think I'm done. And, and then how did, did he, he leave? How did he, he handle it? He said, Okay, oh, okay. It, and then fair. he left, but yeah. he drove to the hotel for this scenario, yeah. and then like the chemistry wasn't right. Oh. And I was like, That's the part that I think is so hard. I'm like that finding people that you have sexual chemistry with. Yeah. I mean, it does happen. Yeah. No, I mean, I that's... I the majority of the times it does happen. Uh-huh. You learn very quickly. I will tell you, and then we can stop talking about this. <laughs> stuff. But I will tell you, one of the first experiences I ever had was on an app called Scruff when I was living in Chicago. And this guy sent me photos, and he was like, come over. And I was like, cool. And the photos he sent were like, I had to like rotate my phone because they were like upside down and from a really <sighs> high <sighs> angle. And I was <sighs> so new to the apps that I didn't know that he was doing the like sort of like the switch Throw around. You like off. He was doing Facetune before that was an app, yeah, just yeah. like with angles yeah. and like oh, whatever. Distance. Yeah. He's just like half an inch in the photo. Exactly. It's a big so pastoral scene. He opened the door and I describe him as looking like Shrek. <laughs> which in is the, a type the, in the right light is very much a type that I'm interested in. But he was not it for me. And I went in and I didn't know that I could have left. Like I literally thought because it was one of my first Do you think you could that, go, do you, have you ever gone like Never mind. Right, yes, right away. I have. Right away, you have. Yeah. It has happened to me before where I go, like, you know what? This isn't going to work out. Did he call oh. you Donkey? <laughs> <laughs> donkey. I was like, do your best, Eddie Murphy impression. <laughs> but that um, feels like, see, that to me, that risk of being the recipient of someone's, I don't think it's going to work, is gutting. Yes. That is like the risk. That's I why I put run. bad pictures of myself up. Oh, you Because really? I like to that be a pleasant sense. surprise. Yeah. Right, right, right. You've I'm already like, agreed to this version of me. And here's <laughs> a, here's slightly a slightly better, better one. So to round out this story, <laughs> when I was in Indianapolis, my app goes off and this guy gets a message and he goes, hey, I think we made out on my couch a few years ago in Chicago, Eric. And I was like, what? And I looked at his picture and it was the Shrek dude. And when I went to Indianapolis Pride, mm-hmm. he was third row watching Whoa. the show. Oh, dude. Up in the biz. Really? And you had rejected him years before? No, was, I didn't reject him. Oh, that wasn't Shrek. Because right, you didn't know he could leave. I didn't know I could oh, leave. Oh, I felt pressure into doing it, so I okay. stayed. Oh, my God. Being gay is... is very wild. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's the takeaway for sure. Uh, especially, I mean, again, as you said, like traveling so much. Then I think any performer, but especially because, because I don't know, it's like funny, because if I look you up, mm-hmm. aside from the stuff you've put out, every article is like body positivity. It's like you become this, as you said when we were talking to Stephen Canals, 
It was like you become this avatar for what people need to see. Right. And it's like, then that puts a lot, because then like you go out mm-hmm. and interact with these people who you've never met before, but they're attached mm-hmm. to you in some way. Mm-hmm. So for instance, the person you hooked, you know, you hooked up with them three years ago, but since then you've been doing these things. He's following. Right. Like, and they can like follow and they can like get more mentally or emotionally attached when you're like, I'm just passing through. Right. right. That is, that is a weird element that I'm sure you. I told you I got recognized at the sex club, right? Yes. That was a good one. <laughs> Psychotic. Did they want a picture? No. We. Do you know what a glory hole is? God, I <laughs> know what a glory. I just feel I'm like we should move on. Is, it doesn't <laughs> matter. <laughs> yeah, he's seen a he movie. He looked no, right okay. at you, by the way. <laughs> I want everyone to know. He looked straight at you. <laughs> I was standing in the pit in front of a row of glory holes. Which to me is insane. <laughs> I just need to be like the straight man, not quite literally, literally. but <laughs> over here being like, wow. You know, there's an elevated platform, and if you want to get your dicks up, you walk around and you look at all the people standing below at the glory oh hole being God. like, do you want my mouth? What are they, wait, so are the they glory holes are raised like above? Twitter or something? No, most people are not on their phones because it feels like more private. Wait, okay. so the dicks are at eye level? They're so you can stand. They're no, at oh, mouth that's amazing. Level. Right, so, but then whose height are they going with? Right. <laughs> It's more of a general. The hole is often big enough for like. Oh, I don't like that. Oh, I want the hole to be smaller. <laughs> I want less information. Less information. <laughs> no, but it's it's like a convertible, so the, oh, the you adjust. can fully see. Like the guy can like lean over and look, and you're like, oh, because oh. I want to see the face. Yeah, it's true. So anyhow, I'm standing there but waiting, you want them to see leaning you. against the wall. Exactly. So this is an engineering feat. And this, this, this whole glory. <laughs> An architect went in there and he said, "How tall is a dick right. to a mouth?" Yeah. Is there like a Frank Lloyd Wright of glory, glory hole somewhere? Glory. When you really think about it, someone did design that wall. Truly, that's incredible. Yeah. yeah. Um, and this guy who's standing next to me, he he like sort of double takes and he goes, "Hey, uh, have you seen this like viral video of this guy at a car wash with all of, like he literally described one of my music yeah, videos looking. and then." Ask yes. me, have you heard of Big Dipper? And I just looked at him, and in the rudest way, I just said, no. <laughs> and I just, like, pulled the brim of my hat oh down my and waited God. for a dick to show up. You have to know up. that's, like, not Why are the you place to be. First of all, shut the up. Sex club. Second of all, don't call out who I am. Right. There's just a lot that's about That's a it. song. Why are you talking at the sex, sex club? club? Yeah. yeah. That, that's is, a, that could be a slow jam. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh my God! Naomi, I'm great at merch ideas and I'm great at song ideas. Great yeah. at merch. Um, wait, Lauren. So wait, Lauren. Is it because you are a serial monogamist that that there is <laughs> yes. something about this that uh, intrigues you? Yes, I find it fascinating because I think like, well, what's the road not taken? I'm sucking dicks in Poughkeepsie. Yeah, full, and then <laughs> fully getting gonorrhea. That's yeah. the road not taken. But I mean, like, obviously, I, I. I mean, I think it goes without saying that I wouldn't have the same sex life as you because it's just not my nature. But I think, like, I do find the stories so fun and so interesting. And, like, you, like, enjoy all of it so much that it's usually just, like, fast. Like, just great stories. Yeah. Um, And, I mean... I, I do think that kind of is something that, that we, we talk about all the time. Yeah. I mean, I just think it's great. But yeah, I don't know. I guess it's a living vicariously slash just loving a good story. Yeah. <laughs> and I tell it a good, uh, fully detailed oh, story. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I get a lot know. of imagery. Just in this moment in yeah. time, I'm like, 
details. Yeah, details. there's I'm a lot. Fascinated. And I also think a lot of my friends are coupled up, so you don't really share a lot about your sex life with your friend right. who also is married. You know, you're not like, what did you guys do last night? You know, it's not Because it feels weird when you're in that couple to like, oh, we're at a dinner party and I know how the two of right. you fuck. Well, exactly. It's like too much yeah. information. Yeah. But see, yours are so often anonymous that yeah. it's like, I'll never know who that person Nor is. Nor will I. And I. Yeah, and I know <laughs> that they wanted to do X, Y, and Z and I find that fascinating. Just that a person <laughs> exists out there who wants to do that. Yeah. There's something, also, the, the reason I kind of like clammed up a little bit, but we're, uh-huh. we're <laughs> such... Clam. Uh, <laughs> the, because Naomi and I... Are, we're all public figures in some way. Mm-hmm. Sure. I'm not saying I'm. You are. George People Clooney. are listening to your podcast. Yeah. Everyone knows who you're George Clooney. <laughs> Everyone knows. But like, there has to be some parts of your life that you don't put out into the world, so that c- it can be yours. And that, like, that's one of the things that we've kind of like decided on. Like, let's keep this for ourselves and mm-hmm. not talk about it in public. Totally. I think that's totally fair. I right. mean, like, no, we'll cut that part. I think for <laughs> for you you are very it's a huge part of your public persona like sex relationship right. you sing about that you you strip on stage your sex life is relevant yes. to your right. public persona i don't think people need to know about my sex life right, 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 so and i don't want i mean even if they're interested right. i don't need to tell them <laughs> um so it's i think it, it works for you so easily because it's not it's not like a, a like a I don't know, revealing too much because you there are other things you don't share that are personal for you in different ways. I yeah, I guess. Like there are I'm sure there are many topics you wouldn't talk about that are that to other people might seem not as you know what I mean? Like, to I me, I'm not yeah, thinking I think of them like, now. But they're like saying. not, they don't feel as like important or private. Right. But to me, I think because I share in other ways, like mm-hmm. certain things, I'm just like, oh yeah, I'm not gonna like go in great detail about my mother, right? Yeah. And then there's like someone like Beth Stelling who like has That's a podcast her with her mother, yeah. and, like, <laughs> you know what I mean? And I'm like, I'm not gonna really talk about my mom. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. Oh yeah, we'll talk about our family. So the cows come. Home. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, but not the uh, scrotal nooks and crannies of our <laughs> ex lovers. See, maybe this is the problem. You describe things in a disgusting Thank fashion. <laughs> 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 Exactly. I do love a scrotum, though. <laughs> we don't have to get into that right now. We've gone very, well, so very. You deep. guys don't compare genitals to English muffins, <laughs> no. nooks and crannies. God, what was that marketing meeting like? They still do like, it. I guess it's nooks and crannies. <laughs> well, they were British, so they're what very about proper. Divots. Divots. Tiny holes and bubbles <laughs> inside your muffin. Bubbles is more appealing to me. Yeah. Lauren, Dipper, I love your love. Thank you guys so much. This was so fun. Thank you. Thanks for having us. Good to have you guys. Um, Thanks, guys. So as always, look up Dipper's music. Is it BigDipperJelly.com? No. There's no website. Okay. You used to have a website, didn't you? I think think it is BigDipperJelly.com, but a, a generous man in Australia who said he would design it for me ghosted on me. Ugh, so it's just up there. But my Instagram is Big Dipper Jelly, and I got a link tree like you told me to. Oh, yeah, this is something I'll recommend to people out there. I have no connection <laughs> to it, but there's this site called Linktree so that your Instagram link can be many links. Ooh. So you click the one link, and then it opens up another page where you have like your 
podcast link your and, and if you're changed you know if you constantly have like different things you're like link in bio you can have all of them stay like there forever sales yeah yes and wow, your upcoming wow. shows yeah anything like that so it's almost its own website because i just put all my live dates there and yeah ticket links so like wild horses yes. you know your podcasts i mean we're gonna get all into it you know but yeah everyone i hope you have fun this episode my mind's been blown my heart's been open mm-hmm. um <laughs> see you guys next week bye bye, bye. bye.